It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Oh, yeah. Guitar hits a little different with a win. Welcome back in, everybody. PDQ Restaurant Point of Sale Post Game Show. Rob Ellis, Jack Fritz, Birds win 21 17 over the Chiefs. Now 9 1 on the season. They trailed in this game 17 7 at the half, and the defense took it from there. The offense made enough plays. A little good fortune sprinkled in there. Thank oh, yeah. you, Valdez Scantling. Uh, and here we are. Here yeah. we are. I hope Andy's uh, post-game burger tasted horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it feels good to finally beat him. It Listen, does. I'm not a big red hater. No. But finally, because that, that, he's a benchmark. I agree. I mean, beating Belichick in week one and beating you know Andy tonight, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's impressive. No question about it. You know what else is also impressive? Elliot Short Parks. He's joining us right now from Kansas City. You can catch him on Go Birds. The podcast, of course, and of course, Go Birds every Saturday. Uh, and a cute commercial now that's running during uh, that's, during the game. I, I agree. Him I, and, Elliot, him and uh, James going back and forth. Yes. How about that? Very huh? cute. Very Pro- cute. Production baby joining us right now. What's up, Elliot? How are you? What What's going on? How you guys doing? Your boy. Your boy's taking some shots here, oh, Elliot. I'm just saying. It's a good mood, though. It's right. a good mood. It's happy okay. times. I've always loved this Eagles team. A win's a win. <laughs> Elliot, what yeah. what adjustments did you point. see made in the second half from, from what went down in the second half where <laughs> – you know, they, they blanked this this Chiefs team defensively. Yeah. I mean, zero points against that team in that stadium. Like, not many defenses can leave Arrowhead and said they're, they're the reason that the team won that game. But the defense was outstanding. The players in the locker room talk about the adjustments that they made in the second half. They said that, you know, it, uh, they kind of simplified things. I think putting Kevin Byard a little more on Kelsey, uh, you know, helped out. You saw him make some big pass, pass, uh, pass deflections late. Uh, to to help seal that win. But, I mean, to do what they did in that second half to get after Mahomes, obviously a little bit of luck with that that drop touchdown pass. Kelsey had a big drop. But, but, you know, I'm sure this will be a debate on the station throughout the week, and it kind of has with their 8-1 record. Like, they deserve credit for always being the team that makes the plays. Like, I know that 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 pass should have been caught, and Kelsey doesn't normally drop that pass. But it seems like teams, when they play the Eagles, can never make that play to seal the win, and the Eagles always do. So, 
they they deserve a ton of credit, uh, obviously, for for winning this game. Yeah, I mean, and speaking of the Eagles' defense, I mean, for for I don't know all of last year and the summer, I heard a lot from from you about how well it's tough for any defensive uh, coordinator yeah, to stop yeah, a great quarterback. Yada yada yada. How personally embarrassed do you feel uh, about your former John the Gannon takes, and do you realize that Sean Desai is this generation's Jim Johnson? Well, look, Sean Desai, there's no reason to make this about me. Tonight's about the Eagles. Tonight's about that win, right? I mean, I think we're, we're missing the point here. For Always, yes. Me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I never want that. But, no, I mean, Sean Desai has done it twice now. He did it against that Dolphins offense, and now he's done it tonight uh, against the Chiefs. And, yeah, I mean, of course, I look back on the Gannon era, and I do think he was a great coordinator. I did think he would be tough to replace. I might have been wrong because Sean Desai has done an awesome job. And, you know, I know I don't think the Chiefs offense is as good as it was last no, year. No. But to hold them to 17 points. And, again, this can't be stressed enough. Zero second-half points. I was in the press box at halftime, and not many people thought that they were going to win that game. Uh, to be down 10, you figure the Chiefs were probably going to score at least 10 more points in the second half. They ended up scoring none. So, Sean Desai has done something that Jonathan Gannon could not last year. and He has twice shut down elite offenses. And this time in the playoffs and the Super Bowl, it does give you more confidence that if the offense doesn't play well, the defense could be why they win. Cut that audio. Speaking of the the coordinators, the other coordinator, how should we feel about about Brian Johnson and, and really this this offensive play calling? Because listen, they won. I'm very happy they won. That's a gutsy, resilient kind of win. But I mean, through a majority of this game, I I just could not have been you know more unimpressed with this Eagles play calling. Yeah, Brian Johnson feels like the new Gannon in the way that he's always the person that's going to get the finger pointed at him when the team doesn't win or doesn't play well. I, I, I think the offense obviously didn't play well today. I just think Sirianni is such a bigger part of this in terms of the offense. Than I think we always single out Brian Johnson. I think Jalen's a part of it. So the offense was not good today. I didn't like some of the play calls in certain spots. I did not like so many screens like out to the receivers. I didn't like that one to Julio Jones, which I believe was on a third down. There were definitely some plays I, I did not I, play calls I didn't like, but also I mean very rarely does this happen. Like Jeff Stoutland's unit looked a bit of a mess in the first half. Looked they were having communication issues. Looked like they were having issues uh, just keeping Hurts up. It felt like they were getting pressure from places they weren't expecting it. So I think the whole offensive coaching staff, when they watch that tape, is going to say that they could do a better that they could have done a better job. But I do think it started up front with that offensive line in the first half. They could barely get any plays going with the type of pressure they were getting. Hey, everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, but let's go back to this. I mean, a lot of it didn't make sense. If you look at the stats, it doesn't make sense. And we could say that about a couple games this year, but this team's got a knack for this, man. I don't like if it was one or two games, I'd say, all right, coincidental. When you're nine and one and not every one of them has looked like a beauty contest, the resiliency this group has, that's a skill set. In my estimation, yeah. they, they yeah. just have a different kind of, I, I don't know, gene that, that other teams don't have. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure this came across on TV, and obviously everybody knows what the Chiefs are. But being in that stadium, like the crowd, the weather, how they fell behind, how they were playing poorly, 
it would have been so easy, especially with the emotion of that game. It would have been so easy to to just kind of call it and to be like, look, this isn't happening for, happening for them to get frustrated, to have bad personal fouls. And they fought through and they won. And you you mentioned the nine and one. I mean, it's more than just that. Like you look at what they did last year. I think Jalen Hurts has lost maybe two regular season games in like mm-hmm. two years or something absurd, absurd like that. And I think that what they're doing this year is without question more impressive than last year because this year they have the bullseye on their back. This year they're the team that's expected to win. They're not sneaking sneaking up on anybody this year. So while last year was obviously very impressive and they were a great team, to go to nine and one this year, I, I just I didn't think they could do it. Like, and I thought it would be much harder. Uh, than what they're making it look like. The NFL is supposed to be built on parity, and Sirianni and Hurts just make a mockery of that. Like, they just win any situation, any team, anywhere. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's one of the best stretches of Eagles football we'll probably ever see. Speaking of Sirianni, what was the altercation between you and him postgame <laughs> that, that that he brought up in the press conference? Yeah, I wouldn't call it an altercation. Uh, it was all, all good-natured. But I would just say uh, – I guess he, I don't know if he. I'm sure he listens to WIP, or maybe he follows. Oh, he he. I feel like he's a religious listener to WIP. Yeah. Yes. Well, let's just say he heard that uh, I picked the Eagles to lose, and that I said Andy and Mahomes were a better quarterback duo than uh, than him and her. So, uh, he, hey, look, I, I I respect it. He's competitive. Good. Uh, we, yeah. we criticize them all the time. I certainly uh, got this one wrong, but but I uh, it was it was really funny. Yeah, he was, They were very pumped up after the. Yeah, they sh- I mean, they should be. I, I, I mentioned to Rob, and, and we've been talking about it. I mean, that feels like a regular season game that we're going to talk about a, for a while around here. I mean, it's not every day that you go into Arrowhead off a of bye, Mahomes' record 39-6 and in November regular season games and on. I mean, that's a special, special Eagles regular season win and one of the best of my entire life. Yeah, and I also think that anyone that points to this, and there's certainly things to criticize, but anyone that points to this and talks about how it was ugly is, is missing the point. Like, that yeah. was not a style points game. That was not a go in there and, you know, score 40 points. I love offense. I very rarely will praise them after a bad offensive performance. That's one of the most impressive wins I've ever covered in my 10 years covering the team. Like, yeah. to have the top two teams, the top two quarterbacks, the, the super, and I think it's going to be the Super Bowl this year. To go in there and win that game, like that is championship level stuff. And you're absolutely right. Like this is a win we will talk about on this station for a really long time in terms of regular season games. What? And we we were just kicking around this also in the break. I mean, and speaking of Sirianni, you know, Jalen flipped the MVP tonight, and he he's now number one. And Lamar is actually number two. Mahomes dropped a third, and who knows? I mean, if Alex Caitlin catches that ball, that's not that's not <laughs> yeah, the case. Yeah, but Sirianni, I mean, still no coach of the year buzz. I, we respect him here. Why do you think nationally he does not get the respect that it seeming a, a lot of coaches get? I think there's a couple reasons. One is I think it's a little bit because of the same way Jalen doesn't get it because the roster is viewed as so good and Howie Roseman is viewed as so good at his job that I think they all kind of you know lose uh, they they all lose praise off each other because of that. But I also think if we're being honest, it's because he doesn't call plays. Like if you look at the best head coaches around the league, they call plays. I think Sirianni is without question one of the best head coaches in the league. His resume speaks for itself. It's a joke that he's like ninth in coach of the year voting. He should have gotten it last year. He should be in the running, if not the leader for it this year. But why doesn't he get that that criti- that, that uh, bl- um, praise? I think it's because he doesn't call plays. I think that's just pretty much flat out the reason. Last one. Do the Eagles win the Super Bowl with Sean Desai as the defensive coordinator? 
Of course they do. Yes. I mean, now that they finally have an elite defensive coordinator that can stop great quarterbacks, it's what I've always said it's all about. Anyone can beat bad bad quarterbacks. Anyone can hold those guys down. It's about the ones that are great against great quarterbacks. And clearly that's not on the side. Elliot, safe trip back, man. We appreciate you hopping on for a couple minutes. Awesome. Appreciate it. Talk to you guys soon. All right. right, Thanks. You get all your zings in there. You feel better now? Well, I'm just flipping narratives. We're just, we're we're just turning. Listen, I, I listen. I love Elliot. I've, heard, I've just had to hear about this a lot in the last year and a half because I don't know if you know this. He's on the radio a lot. I see. <laughs> and, I, I realize we, that. We're, we're in a group chat together. It's I've wow, talked. You can't a, get enough, man. I've talked a lot, a lot of stuff with Elliot. Yeah. And uh, anytime I can kind of bust his stones about Gannon. There I will. you go. There you go. All right. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. We'll come back. Uh, no guests. We'll get to you. We'll get your reaction. And we're sticking around for the fifth quarter as well. So should you. He's Jack Fritz. I'm Rob Ellis. You're listening to the PDQ Restaurant Point of Sale postgame show on the Eagles Radio Network, presented by PNC. Make today the day on 94 WIP.